My content is based around me and my personality rather than, you know, like you say, high kill games. Which, no matter how good of a player you are, there's some days where that's just not, it's just not happening. And the game just doesn't cooperate. Things just go, don't go your way. So going into every stream is just always have that one moment that the viewers think, I'm so glad I tuned in for this. Like a challenge I had recently was the one box challenge, which people have done lots of times before. I just realized that this idea isn't unique to me, but I can still put my own spin on it. I won a game of Warzone without sprinting one time. That was quite difficult to do. Because uh, you're just fighting your instinct the whole time to sprint, so I just basically crouch. It was easier to crouch the whole time rather than walk about because you you just feel like you're the quiet, sprint. Man. Yeah, people in my audience who are just casual players, they're not actually that interested in the kind of high kill, super competitive stuff. Nothing wrong with that. I just don't think it's my audience. Some of them will probably be offended by that, saying, "Listen, Marla, we can <laughs> we can play." <laughs> But looking at analytics is one of the most important things. If you're if you're taking this seriously, then you need to be looking at your analytics and figuring out what's working, what's not working. I started playing a lot of the older Call of Duties. That blew my channel up. But like I went from 100,000 subscribers in six years to 200,000 subscribers in six years and six months just by playing old wow. Call of Duties. It was kind of like a gap in the market. Welcome, everybody, to the Becoming a Creator podcast. Today, I am joined with Marley13. He has got over a half a million followers over on Facebook, 600K over on YouTube, soon to be hitting a mill on both. All right, man? Listen, Marley's <laughs> focused on creating uh, gaming comedy content while playing Call of Duty, of course. And so I think we're going to have some fun today. Obviously, I've played quite a bit of COD myself, so I'm going to have some questions on that front. But I really want to hear more about your... Uh, streaming journey everything you've been through so marley great to have you on today man thank you for having me i really appreciate it i'm looking forward thank to this for a while now thank you as you can tell quite a nice scottish accent as well so <laughs> yeah. i have to listen to this one a couple times i want to start with a couple rapid fire questions with it you've made a couple weird things in call of duty game videos yes. but you haven't in the past couple of years mm -hmm. if if you made one of those videos now what do you think would be the weirdest thing I've thought about it for Warzone, like, I mean, just buy stations in general, just, you know, having <laughs> having all these kill streaks in them, being able to resurrect a teammate from making a $3,000 purchase. Yeah, is, maybe um, like two, three, four times buying the same guy. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder how that works. I mean, sometimes playing with noodles, I keep the, the Caldera economy alive. I am... Um, <laughs> invested in those those buy stations but yeah, yeah. So those are those are quite weird being a comedy focused channel what's one of your favorite or funniest moments that maybe didn't even get a lot of traction on youtube or facebook that you posted i won a game of warzone without sprinting one time that was quite difficult to do because uh, you're just fighting your instinct the whole time to sprint so i just basically crouch. I, it was easier to crouch the whole time rather than walk about because you you just feel like you're the quiet, sprint. Yeah. Uh, that was oh, a good one. Good. You're a big English football or soccer fan yeah. for uh, us Americans. If you didn't make Call of Duty videos, would you ever be interested in doing like FIFA-related content, or have you done that in the past? My brother is actually a professional FIFA player. Like That's what he does. Oh, he competes and enters tournaments and makes a living playing FIFA. So Dude, That's awesome. I didn't even know that. I'm going to say, on that regard, I'm going to say no, because he when he got so good... <laughs> It was my time to hang up FIFA. I used to be a big FIFA player, but when your little brother can beat you um, <laughs> with his eyes closed, then it's time to hang that up. 
Well, now that we've warmed up a little bit, I want to even get a little deeper on, you know, some of the content side things here. Across all the platforms that you've branded yourself as a creator mm -hmm. on, you, you, kind of, you kind of focus on that gaming comedy aspect. Why did you want to focus on that specifically with the aspect for it? Was it because you couldn't get high kill games, Marley? <laughs> Listen, I can handle myself in Warzone. I'm, you know, don't worry, don't worry about that. I've always loved comedy, comedy movies. That's like my favourite category of of film, stand up comedy, and everything. I would love to try one day. But I think the the main thing is is that by making comedy gaming videos, my content is based around me and my personality rather than you know, like you say, high kill games. Which no matter how good of a player you are, there's some days where that's just not. It's just not happening. And the game just doesn't cooperate. Things just don't don't go your way. So I always like to tell people who are getting into streaming as well, like try and, and if you are a really good player, if you are an extremely good player, just just don't get too just don't make it your personality. Just don't make high kill gameplay your personality. Because I guarantee you've got more to share than just dropping a thirty bomb on Warzone. Why not drop a thirty bomb on Warzone whilst really expressing yourself and speaking and talking to chat and maybe doing it in a different way as well. And also at the same time, I'm lucky enough that I, I can play just above average. So like I, I can get the high kill games as well as, you know, doing a bit of wackiness, which is fine for me. But there's a lot worse players than, than myself that are also creating really good, really good content out there. So Well, to that point too, like the, the challenges that you're able to pull off, even if it's not like a crazy high kill thing, like yeah. you clearly know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You successfully pull that off. Uh, but do you think the angle of, you know, Focusing on comedy, focusing on what you do helps you to stand out against the wide variety of content that is Call of Duty. Yeah, absolutely. I just know that from the comments I get quite a lot on my videos. I notice people saying, you know, this is why I watch. Like, say if I've completed a, a stupid challenge, people people comment really nicely and saying this is why I watch you because no, no one else is doing this kind of thing. You can't, can't really. I mean, obviously there's other people doing challenges, but I like to think the way I do them and my personality. No one, no one can do it the way I do it. So. That's what I would try and tell people. Make it your own, whatever you're doing. And is this something that like other people were like, hey, you should try and do this or do it this way? Or is this you being like, look, people are even telling me to do what these other people are doing and I'm just going to I'm just going to find this out or I'm going to come up with my own challenges. Mm -hmm. It's definitely a bit of both. I like to come up with my own angles for things. But at the same time, like a challenge I had recently was the one box challenge, which people have done lots of times before. Like, I just realized that th this idea isn't unique to me, but I can still put my own spin on it. And it ended up becoming like a five part series. And in the end, there was like some controversy with how I completed it. So I went back and completed it again, but I made it like this this movie yeah. with like <laughs> like other background characters and stuff like that, which again, That's awesome. I just like to, to think that, yes, this is this is different. This is different to what other people are doing. And that's that's what I noticed too, because I even had a lot of people saying, like, oh, you should do the one box mm -hmm. challenge. You see Marley doing this? And like, it was like, almost like it was so difficult for you. You even posted yeah. like some of the failures with it and made it into this like bigger story arc with it. And I just, and I saw you do that like movie for it too. I thought it was such a brilliant idea of like making that into, because like sometimes even I've tried to do stuff where I'm trying, I try and do like a double sniper or something yeah. stupid. And like, and I just fail it and I can't do it. And, and I have to remind myself sometimes too, like, okay, I can't just get pissed. Like I still yeah. need to make it this. If I just make this an outro to a video, 
then I, I can use this content mm -hmm. of just the struggle for it because a lot of people still like to watch me suffer as well. So it's like I could still get something out of it. I, and uh, that's definitely inspiration from even what you do. And just because it's a challenge doesn't mean you actually have to complete it. You know, it yeah. can still be really, really good content with all the failures and frustration involved with it. Sometimes it's even better, actually. Sometimes I get a better response when I've, like, <laughs> I had a disaster. Than when I've actually completed yeah. the challenge, yeah. Personality, game, niches, they all kind of help define even the community of like who's watching. Mm -hmm. Do you see a difference in kind of your community compared to other Call of Duty streamers? Yeah, that's a good question. I think it's always, it's a bit of a cliche. The audience you attract is who you are and what you're putting out there. So I'm putting out a lot of lighthearted, a lot of the time casual gameplay challenges, stuff like that. So I think I do have a lot of, people in my audience who are just casual players. They're not actually that interested in the kind of high kill, super competitive stuff. Nothing wrong with that. I just don't think it's my audience. Some of them will probably be offended by that, saying, listen, Marley, we can, <laughs> we can play. But no, I, de I definitely think you're, you're onto something there. You, you definitely uh, attract what you're bringing to the table. I mean, you've been making Call of Duty videos for 10 years, <laughs> right? How do you handle being an exclusive content creator for one game for such a long period of time as well? It does get tough at times. There's no point uh, denying it. Over the years, I have dabbled here and there. I remember when Grand Theft Auto V, I was making a lot of GTA V videos for like months on end without posting a COD video just because I think COD was, wasn't in a great place at that time. I was just having more fun in Grand Theft Auto, but at heart, I am a Call of Duty fanboy. Even when the game does get tough, I still, I still do enjoy it. And also, one thing that actually was a major part in where I am today is when Infinite Warfare came out, and that really wasn't my COD, I was not into that at all. And I know a lot of other players weren't either. I started playing a lot of the older Call of Duties. That blew my channel up. Like, I went from 100,000 subscribers in six years to 200,000 subscribers in six years and six months just by playing old wow. Call of Duties. It was kind of like a gap in the market. And I don't know if anyone yeah. listening to this right now can maybe think of a potential gap that they see and should go for. And I mean, that's the nice thing about Call of Duty too, though. So it does, it is a franchise that keeps yeah. coming out with new stuff, has old stuff. It's got such a big community. And I think, I mean, that's a reason you're probably even attracted to it in the first place. I know it's one of the reasons I do like it as well. Yeah. It keeps like- It's constantly evolving, coming, yeah, so exactly. Especially even with like Warzone and whatever else might come out with it. It's like- and that's something that I see even from streamers is sometimes they'll get locked into a game that doesn't have evolved content for it. And it's kind of like, okay, I got to find another game for what it is or find more ways to create content when the game's not delivering content for whatever it is. And that can be a, a challenge with it yeah. as well. When you first started, you joined Necessary Games, yes. which was a YouTube community network. What advice do you have for newer creators who are trying to even navigate finding collaborations and if that was successful for you? Successful at the time, I made friends through that that I still talk to to this day. Tactical Brit on YouTube, uh, he's um, he was part of Necessary Gaming as well. I'd say just in general that helped, even though you know long term it maybe didn't have that big an impact. I'd say it definitely helped me again come out of my shell and speak to fellow creators and just know the kind of process of collaborating with people, putting yourself out there, and kind of realizing who you would mesh well with as well because it's not a bad thing if personalities just don't match you play better and you have a better time with some people rather than others because it's just you know if, if your interests are the same so i definitely think it helped me realize that and what i would say to people and it's it's easy to say but it's 
it's simple as just don't be afraid to reach out to other streamers that you see around around your platform, especially because that helps that have the same goals and ambitions as you in terms of actually how they want to stream and play the game. Do they want to have a good time? Do they want to sweat it out? Keep it simple and don't be afraid to reach out. From your experience, what improvements have you even made to your stream itself to maybe make it a better viewing experience from, you know, from a viewer's perspective, yeah. maybe even not necessarily hardware related. I can tell you right now, like my absolute fundamental for streaming and out going into every stream is just always have that one moment that the viewers think, I'm so glad I tuned in for this. It could be a four hour stream and maybe the stream hasn't been that good, but if there's that one moment that people think, well, I'm glad, glad I stuck around for this because that was hilarious or <laughs> that was satisfying or maybe it was a really sad failure moment just just something that it's one something that people are just glad they tuned in and that makes them want to tune in again because they think in their head oh stick around because i feel like this something could happen here i always i, I got that i was inspired that way from um dr disrespect i'd watch his streams always just waiting on something crazy happen like a crazy scene on his stream like when he's in the, the lambo or something like that just just watching it knowing that something's gonna happen at some point that'll entertain me so yeah i've I've always stuck by that and if it doesn't happen um that's when i'm like ah maybe need to step it up a bit next time but that's how you get people to come back give them a reason to come back you ever write like ideas for jokes ideas for things that you could just have like in the chamber for if something happens on stream you can deliver that moment because like that's something i learned from doc is like you know yeah he's got two pairs of sunglasses on so he could turn around fake take his sunglasses off <laughs> yeah, and he turns right. back around he's still yeah. got sunglasses like or he pops a flip whatever like he's got the pre-made scenes for it and stuff like that do you, yeah. you ever have like that as well those kind of things do take some planning over the past couple of years i have had some moments where i've specifically planned them out like you say i've made scenes i've got a scene where i'm a dj and there's a crowd and i've got the the songs queued up and i forget a big win i remember that's more of a standard thing i have now but at the time um, i kept that secret and i just i remember got a massive win in verdansk switched over to it and the people were going absolutely nuts nuts for it when we moved to caldera i made a scene with a little bush um, in front of my face on obs so whenever i'm camping in the bush i have the bush in front of me i've also yeah, got the, the tent, tent yeah, as well yeah, yeah. yeah the tent tent's uh, the, the fan favorite one i think but yeah the, the tent was always there from verdance to caldera but caldera with the, all the foliage it made sense to, to make it a bush time to time i've had an igloo as well around christmas time camping the igloo as well it definitely pays to to plan those things in advance. When they work, the reaction is makes it all worth it. And again, whether you're streaming to you know a thousand people or ten people, the rea the reaction from those people, if it's done well, will still be the same, and they will tell other people about that. I was watching this guy last night, and he's sitting in a tent, camping at the top of a building. It's like you need to see this. So yeah, it works. Yeah, that's awesome. You have one video where you and your followers. Broke Warzone by cramming 150 <laughs> yeah. players all together. Is this a way that you mm -hmm. kind of bring your community together? Do you have even any other fun stories around that with like engaging with that and just causing chaos? Those custom lobbies were I, amazing times. Some of the most fun times I've had in Warzone are with supporters and just community members and, and private lobbies. It's a shame, just quickly, to say that the, the custom games aren't quite the same and we haven't managed to do that recently because of tools in the game that aren't there that were there before it's one of my major hopes for warzone 2 the custom games imagine being able to define the floor loop or circle times i do I know. Uh, have a password for the lobby stuff just like even that, that so you can easily get people in would just be that was something yeah. i always love yeah. about PUBG. oh yeah it's just it's just a lot easier but 
but yeah, on that note, those those were some amazing times and being able to involve the community and say like, you know, it's my video, but you know, we we did this. It it took it took a hundred and forty nine people plus me to do this. We broke the game. We crashed the servers a couple times with the biggest explosion. We <laughs> we crammed all players into a building, and the game started doing some weird weird behaviour. I just don't think it could handle it. We called in a hundred loadouts at once, and the map started freaking out. Uh, <laughs> done, done loads of stuff like that. We've had the quickest Warzone game ever, where everyone just splatted, lost their gulag, splatted again. I think we think we set a record of that as well. We collected the most cash in Warzone. To the point where I don't know the technical terms. Is it, is it integers or something when the number flips back around? Oh, really? When the number gets so high for the amount of cash, the number flipped back around and just we had two million dollars at one point in this game, and it just flipped and lost. I don't know where it went. It just went <laughs> into the void. A massive thanks to the Marley Mob for making those times so so special, and we've got the videos to look back on as well, and hopefully get the chance to make some yeah. more. Yeah, dude, that's that's awesome. You have over a half a million on Facebook gaming, 600,000 subscribers over on YouTube. You know, you mentioned earlier going from 100 to 200,000 and a very yeah. fast speed. I mean, what has kind of been your strategy for growing and, and figuring out, I guess, these platforms overall? I do a lot of research. Like, there's a lot of good channels out there that help you understand how uh, YouTube, especially Facebook's a little bit more trial and error. Definitely with YouTube, you can, you can do research and realize how things get recommended, how to increase your watch time, stuff like that. Your watch time is always important on on any platform. How to make your thumbnails more clickable as well. Honestly, a lot of it's been through research. You look at the analytics and, or, or look back at the content mm -hmm. and be like, all right, well, there was kind of a drop off here. Maybe I could have just made this video a couple minutes shorter or like made this other part longer. Like, is that part of your process as you're going through? Yeah, de yeah, definitely. Looking at analytics is one of the most important things. If you're if you're taking this seriously, then you need to be looking at your analytics and figuring out what's working, what's not working. Like you say, why are people dropping out of the video at this time? Watch the video. Was there a little dull moment in it? Maybe there was. How to keep people around after like an intro as well is hugely important. I used to ramble on in my intros quite a bit, and I managed to learn to dial it down and feature like a moment in the video. That will make people think again. I want to watch the video for this moment. You might have seen that in the intro, but have you seen that in the context? Right. Have you noticed like getting even more aggressive with some of the in like I feel like on a lot of my content now, I get even more aggressive with like all right, I'm gonna show them a clip, I'm gonna have a banner at the top, yeah. I'm gonna have music. Like I need to keep these people hooked for like have you noticed that changing over you know, because you've been doing this for 10 years now. Yeah, people have shorter attention spans. That's 100% true. Facebook is a whole other animal with that, though. Facebook, they because they automatically play as you're scrolling by, if you've not got someone's attention like that, then they're, that scroll, they're, they're gone. So, yeah, you, you need to be very aggressive with having that hook. It needs to be, like, the very start of the video on Facebook, especially. And, like you say, a, wee, a little title at the top. Stuff like that can help as well. I uh, It's funny because, like, even scrolling through stuff now, sometimes when it just autoplays, I'm like, if it's if it's not starting, I even find mm -hmm. myself, I'm like, nah, I'm going to the next one. I'm, nah, I'm, I'm out. Not yeah, I'm out. <laughs> It's like yeah. two seconds, but like that's how you know that's how it is for a lot of it. I guess what similarities or differences have you found between the two platforms? Even I, I guess that obviously being one of, them, but is there anything else that's really stood out to you between the the two? Because obviously you have big audiences yeah. on both of them. 
And at least from my own experience, I have very different audiences on both of them as well. Yeah, me too. Me too. Facebook is getting people to tag their friends in the comments mm -hmm. to be like, you need to see this. It's still to this day, it's like my one and only goal with the Facebook video. If you can get that, then the rest will take care of itself. Having a, a video worthy of not just one person's attention, but the fact that they have to type in their friend's name yeah. and say watch this or skip to blah 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 to see this like you need to check this out that's what a compliment that is really when you think about it uh it's so true man I, it's one of the best feelings with it right yeah when i look on the comments and i see like i'm, I'm blessed to see like 500 comments and all of them are just yeah, names it's like that's yeah. great yeah and, and the thing best is feeling. too it's so different from like youtube or so many other platforms or even like twitch right like you can't you don't even have any friends on there at least the majority of people they're, no. they're not connected with whoever or you know their brother or their sister or whatever mm -hmm. and it's like and then maybe you see it like on instagram or even on tiktok and some things but like to see other people tagging other people it's just like it's yeah. it's like a direct share really that's even happening and it's, it, that was something very unique about the platform that i saw early on that was just like mm -hmm. yeah oh. no one else has that yeah no one else has that like, and on youtube you're kind of trusting the system to do that for right. you if it's a good video it doesn't always work out like that but youtube is as good these days at figuring out what people want to see you need to make a good video and you also need you need that little bit of luck at the same time that the youtube gods will shine down upon it and share it around yeah whereas like you say on facebook that will happen much more violently yeah. <laughs> so to speak do you have any like goals or milestones that you set for yourself across the platforms as you're creating as you're like going through your process for me, my, my goals are always the next milestone. Like on YouTube, I'm on 600,000 subscribers in that area. My next goal would be 700,000, but I never put a time on it because things can always change. Life can get in the way. I have it right here next to me. I've had ever since 20,000 subscribers. I have a little post-it note that says reached 700,000 subscribers with a little empty box on it so that it's just kind of there in my head reminding me like what this what we're working towards whenever i reach that goal i tick it off put it on the pile like the next one and stick it somewhere somewhere where i can see it i think it is important to stress that you don't need a time on it setting time limits is just gonna burn you out and frustrate you what about in the aspect of maybe not the goal of hitting the seven six hundred thousand number having a time yeah. but like your maybe sub goals of like all right I'm going to do a video every single day or I'm going to do a video oh, yeah. every third day. And it's, mm -hmm. that's like, I, I like that you have this like picture of, okay, mm -hmm. this is what I'm working towards. I'm not just like, you know, posting something per se. And you know, some people do that too, whatever it is, yeah. but I'm curious if you have like that type of time frame for you where it's like, all right, I want to mm -hmm. do at least two videos a week, at least three videos a week. For a good while now, I realized for me to make three quality videos, and I, I edit everything myself. Mm -hmm. Three quality videos a week is my mm -hmm. has been my goals for like about uh, four or five years now, pretty much. Helped me be consistent, not just in terms of uploads. You always hear people talk about consistency and it's important to be consistent, but it's not just consistency number-wise, it's consistency and quality as well. Mm -hmm. Again, to keep people coming back, that's always, I've mentioned that a few times already, but it's keeping people coming back that consistent quality do you ever scrap any of the videos that you're working on you're just like <laughs> nah this is it's just not up especially like after you've been doing this for so mm -hmm. long you have a quality bar mm -hmm. for what you're doing it's like yeah eh, you know i tried this tried this challenge tried this thing the story just wasn't good enough yeah or, or yeah it, it does happen i don't remember the specific time but i do remember a, a moment where i kind of realized 
I was on quite a good run with YouTube and just video ideas, and I realised that <laughs> not every idea I have is a good one. <laughs> just because it is an idea is wacky, it's out there. It doesn't mean it's good. It's important to realise not every idea you have will be a good one just because you thought of it and you were excited at first. Yeah, once you once you try it out and realise that oh, maybe maybe it wasn't what you thought it was and maybe maybe it's time to just shelve that or even just just even not do it right now. You you could do it better in the future if you come back to it. That was kind of I, I had with the one box challenge the movie. I did have the idea of doing like a movie style a short movie style video for Warzone for a for a while. Like honestly, over a year, I had that idea in the back of my head, and this was the time where it finally made sense to do it. I had the context, I had the story before it, I had the videos before it, all the footage, and a reason, a reason to make it. Is it like during editing for it? Is it during the recording for it, where you're like, eh, I, I don't know. Like when you, when you are reviewing the idea, or is it like, uh, mm -hmm. are you imagining what the comments would be on a video before you post it? And is it in like the experience of of it coming through, mm -hmm. or is it like a Sure, it's a combination to a degree, but is there any? Um, yeah, there's a combination. For me personally, I would say it's more in the recording phase. Just over the years, I've got a lot better at realizing what's working, what's not working. That's something just through experience. You just you just sure. begin to. I'm I'm sure you've had it with your YOLO series. I'm I'm surely you've scrapped a lot of those over the years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you've just realized that you're just maybe people just aren't talking in the mic or something. You're not getting the reactions that you want, and you know. You just have to scrap that, move on to the next one, and you can always come back to it. It's great to hear kind of your perspective on that as well. Mm -hmm. From what I can tell, your main platform really is Facebook of where you're streaming, but you're still yeah. posting tons of videos over to YouTube. I guess mm -hmm. when you head into streams, are you thinking about the content that you want to deliver and like record it as you're going into the stream? Like, okay, the, mm -hmm. I want to get like these videos out of it, and then the rest of the stream I can chill or is it like even the the whole thing are you doing that or is it kind of throwing it out there and seeing what you can make of it more real time it's a bit of both so i stream five days a week i'd say I'd say two out of the three i'm aiming to do something that is worthy of a video you know and, and the other three there's there's always the possibility that something can come up but and the other streams especially with my friend john running crutches he's he's the same as me he's always up for some wacky challenges and gun builds so when, whenever we play we'll often be messaging each other saying oh doing this tonight like we're, we're running about with uh, rocket launchers tonight like we're, we're gonna camp out tonight those those kind of things so yeah it, it 100 helps to have a plan beforehand and it just makes everything a whole lot more streamlined there's no way i could stream five days a week edit and record all of my videos if the streams are totally separate to the videos that would just it's just not really possible so it helps to have videos made from streams and pre-recorded videos at the same time do you post the same video onto YouTube as you do Facebook? Do you like retweak them at all for Facebook specific, not post them? Like what's some of your thought process on that? I used to tweak them a lot more. I've done less so recently because I feel like Facebook has got a little bit better. Despite what we were talking about earlier, I feel like Facebook has got a little bit better of sharing longer videos. Mm -hmm. I used to really tweak them quite heavily. Say the YouTube video was eight minutes long on YouTube. I would aim to half that. Facebook. Yeah. I do that. I do that less so these days. But yeah, there's definitely some tweaks here and there. The shorter intros, perhaps the title on the screen, those kind of things. Yeah, it's it's interesting here because I do quite a bit of that as well. And yeah, but to your point, it's like the efficiency of it. Does it does it really make sense to spend all that time? It's interesting to hear that it's like mm -hmm. it's getting better for you on it. Many streamers in general, when they're starting out, they struggle with figuring out which platform they want to even begin streaming on, mm -hmm. creating content with. With some of your experience. What would you say 
would be the best tactic for somebody to choose where to start streaming first? I think Facebook does, again, like we were talking about earlier, that Facebook, with the ability to tag other people, see what like people's friends on Facebook are, are watching and liking. If you can really stand out on Facebook, I feel like it's a much better place to be than somewhere like uh, Twitch or YouTube that's a lot more saturated. But then you just kind of have to weigh up that Twitch is, Twitch is like the king for streaming. That's what people think of when they think of streaming. And YouTube's doing a lot of good things these days as well. If it was up to me, I, w- I would be keeping an eye on YouTube, to be honest, to think if I I'm, if I'm was thinking about getting into this. I'd be keeping an eye on what YouTube's doing because they're bringing a lot of good features out and obviously they have the, the VODs as well. Like it's You don't go anywhere else for videos, really. Again, Twitch is definitely more if you're just streaming and not making right. making videos. Right. It just makes sense, yeah. yeah. Again, that's one of the things that attracted me to stream on Facebook is that the VODs and the streams link together so well. And also you can make text posts, pictures, memes, polls. It's just like there's a lot more tools to at your disposal on Facebook. It's interesting to hear kind of like, this is, it's very much, I see a lot of the same things going into it and many of the different platforms, even with what that's been working on. I'm curious too, if you've been using just TikTok at all or any of the streaming or seen any success on that. Cause I feel like even your content with like some of the challenges mm-hmm. and things you do would work really well there if you just haven't. Yeah, I, I did for a while at the end of 2020 and in uh, 2021, I did, I did do, make some TikToks and some of, some of them really took off. I got like 100,000 followers on there and then for whatever reason, I just kind of, because TikTok's a little bit of a younger audience, I kind of realised it wasn't, wasn't really the place for my videos in the end. What I've been looking to get into and I'm way overdue getting into it is Facebook Reels. I feel like yeah. that is where... That is the place to be, really. I I haven't made one. That's that's shocking. I, I should really oh, get on that. You you should do that for sure. I've got a list of videos that I need to um and, and stuff clips that I need to make into reels because they they I, I watch a lot of fellow streamers reels taken off and I've seen it impact their actual um like viewership on their streams as well. So which is really cool to see that kind of tangible reward for short yeah. form content. But that's kind of the thing with this too is there's always a million things that you could be doing the next thing to do or whatever which is kind of exciting and i guess Mm -hmm. that's a good place to even end it here is like we've gone through a good chunk of 2022 so far but are there any things you're looking forward to kind of in the second half of the year that's you know going to be big for you or anything you're working on yeah well definitely definitely the reels want to get more of those out and i'm I'm excited for where call of duty is going in general i'm excited for modern warfare 2 warzone 2 especially for someone like myself there's just going to be so much opportunities um for for videos, so like I'm, I'm writing down ideas already. With my right. notes app, I've got ideas written down. So I'd, I'd say to anyone again watching this, whether you're streaming right now or planning to get into it with Modern Warfare Two, wasn't to start, start getting those ideas ready. That'll save you a lot of time. Absolutely, man. Hey, well, thank you so much for joining us today. If anybody wants to find you, what's the best place to go? Marley Thirteen on everything, every every platform: YouTube, Facebook, TikTok. If that's your thing. Perfect. So wherever you guys are at, go check him out. I love Marley. I love his content a lot. Yeah, man. It's been a real pleasure having you on. Thank you so much for joining. Likewise. Thank you for having me. And if you guys want to hear any more uh, of the podcasts or anything we've got going on here, you can also check it out, pipeline.gg. Thanks for listening and uh, happy streaming. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I wanted to just end this with a little bit of context on why we do what we do. We're former content creators ourselves, and we just really want to help as many content creators as we can. That's why we started Pipeline.gg. It's a platform where you can find other like-minded creators and learn from the pros who have already been there. Get step-by-step guidance so you can avoid all the mistakes that we made in the beginning. If you love the episode, there's going to be even more inside of Pipeline. 
So check it out. Head over to pipeline.gg.